Hello, we're going to discuss Prelude by Wordsworth and how nature is presented in this autobiographical poem. The Prelude is a jubilant reflection of Wordsworth's childhood in 18th century England, as he reminisces in true romantic style about the idyllic rural setting of his youth. And in the frosty season when the sun was set, and visible for many a mile the cottage windows through the twilight blazed. I heeded not the summons. Happy time it was indeed for all of us. To me it was a time of rapture, clear and loud, the village clock told six. I wheeled about, proud and exulting like an untiered horse that cares not for his home. All shod with steel, we hissed along the polished ice in games confederate, imitative of the chase and woodland pleasures, the resounding horn, the pack loud bellowing and the hunted hare. So through the darkness and the cold we flew, and not a voice was idle with the din. And meanwhile, the precipices rang aloud, the leafless trees and every icy crag tinkled like iron, while the distant hills into the tumult sent an alien sound of melancholy, not unnoticed, while the stars eastward was sparkling clear and in the west the orange sky of evening died away. The poet initially tells us how the twilight blazed through the cottage window, giving us a sense of the majesty and power of the setting sun against its humble traditional home in the Lake District. It's therefore no surprise that he rebelliously heeded not the summons to go in, as he confesses readily that being out in nature was a happy time, a time of rapture, and his language is ecstatic. The simplistic life where quite typically the village clock told six is further presented as the speaker prefers to be outside, wheeling about, proud and exulting in sheer defiance of any hints to go indoors. In fact, he cares not for his home and won't be reined in, preferring to be an untired horse. Interestingly, the language is positive and energetic and joyful, and he now moves on to gain additional pace as his playground is nature itself. Wordsworth and his friends hissed along the polished ice, and we can hear this confederate group at play through onomatopoeia, before launching into typical rural English games of woodland pleasures. Once again, our poet's skill with phonology resonates as we hear the resounding horn, the pack loud bellowing where not a voice was idle. Endearingly, Wordsworth paints a phonological picture of utter joy, vibrancy and simple noisy fun from outdoor play. It's worth noting that the tone begins to shift in the latter stages of our poem as we become aware of leafless trees and icy cracks and the associated lack of life and energy. And it's in stark contrast to our speaker's group. Nature injects life into the boys but seems to have little itself. Even more disturbingly, we read of the alien sound of melancholy that is unexpected given the din of the children's merry play as if the frosty season is saddened at its lack of life and the distant hills are mourning. Wordsworth draws our attention gradually from the simple cottage and pans out to the woodland, to the distant hills and eventually the stars that were sparkling clear. It's as if he's placing himself firmly in the universe that fascinates him and as the orange sky of evening dies away, so does the play 
and a sense of him moving nearer to the end of his childhood. Yet, while his childhood might end, nature is infinite and the iron-like precipices will offer an enduring source of pleasure for him the years to come.